When it comes to planning a wedding, everyone's got an opinion. From your future mother-in-law telling you how weddings have been done in their family for the last three generations, to trying to figure out how many guests fit into your already dwindling budget, planning a wedding can be stressful. Hi, I'm Tyler Reith, and this is the Stressless Wedding Planning Podcast. Each week, I'll be chatting with different wedding pros who are absolute experts in their field and successfully navigate more weddings in a year than most people attend in a lifetime. From planners to DJs to florists to venues, we'll help you cut through the noise of everyone telling you what you should do and empower you to make your best decisions for your wedding. Today, we have Mallory Tarshis, owner of Betsy Robinson's Bridal Collection. Early on in her career, she was a stylist for Betsy Robinson and quickly fell in love with all things bridal. She purchased the business from the founder a few years ago, and the rest is history. Mallory, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tyler. I'm really happy to be here and uh, excited to share some what, I, what I'd like to think is bridal expertise uh, to some brides in their wedding planning process. Oh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, Mallory, it's, it really is. It's great to have you. I've seen a lot of the, the stuff that you have to offer, and it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, was wondering if you might take a, a minute or two and just kind of fill in the blanks a little bit on how you went from being a, be, being a stylist for Mrs. Robinson herself all the way through to actually owning the company. Sure, sure. Yeah. So um, I started working for Betsy. Um, it was towards the end of COVID. It was December of 2020. And the reason that I met Betsy was because I was a bride of hers. And I always knew that I loved bridal. So um, I switched jobs. I left my job at the time that was a, a desk job and um, started working for Betsy as a as a stylist. Um, and while I was working for her, I just, I fell in love with the industry. I fell in love with all things bridal, you know, being a part of someone's special day, being involved in, you know, someone's wedding day look, getting to look at all these different styles, the list could go on. And I caught word that Betsy was looking to sell the business. And so it was actually my husband that really encouraged me. You know, I went home that night and was just making table talk and told him that, you know, I was, uh, I heard the owner was looking to sell and, and he said, why don't you ask her what she's planning on doing with it? So I did. And, and honestly, the rest is history. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. So how, how many years ago did you did you purchase the company? I purchased it about a year and a half ago. So I my first day in business was July 24th, 2021. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, so you are you have just saturated yourself with all things bridal. Um, so when it comes to actually picking out dresses, it's gotta feel like such an arduous experience. How how on earth do you avoid like information overload when you're first starting out that, that process? Sure, sure. I think, uh, you know, being a, a recent somewhat bride myself, mm -hmm. I definitely can relate and uh, have some sympathy for brides going into it. It definitely can feel like an overwhelming process. Um, I think there's a couple of things to make sure that you go into wedding dress shopping set up for success. Um, my first key advice would be absolutely make sure that you look at pictures online, um, whether it be Pinterest, Google, the bridal store's website that you're going to, whatever it may be. 
even if the pictures that you that you screenshot end up not being your style, at least your stylist has somewhere to start. I think it's often very hard and frustrating for a stylist to have a bride say that she does not have a single picture of anything she's liked. Um, because it's kind of like going to a car dealer and being like, well, I don't really know what I want. Show me every single car on the lot, you <laughs> yep. know, you know, um, it, it, it's hard. You could be here for days mm-hmm. looking at every single dress. So that would be my first key advice going into wedding dress shopping, have at least a couple photos, even if they're different dresses, they don't look alike, whatever. At least it gives your stylist a starting point. My number two advice would be make sure you're bringing the right people with you. Make sure you're bringing the people, and when I say right, Mm -hmm. the people that you feel are going to hype you up, be your best cheerleaders, really make sure that they are the ones that are going to make sure and voice their opinions, but also make sure that they're hearing your opinion because that's the opinion that matters the most. And make sure that the people that are there are the people that can help you make the decision and help you say yes to the dress. Um, My third advice to make it not so overwhelming, just have fun with it. Your stylist is there for a reason. She's there or he is there to do the heavy lifting. And I mean that punny because truly heavy lifting of dresses. (laughs) Um, And also like... You're there to guide you through the appointment. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you feel overwhelmed and lost at the beginning. There's a rhyme and a reason for everything we do during our appointment. So trust the process. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, uh, there's a lot to unpack right there. So going back on your first one, I, I love the idea of taking some snapshots and, and screenshots and all that kind of stuff. Um, where are you finding that a lot of people, are they gravitating more towards Instagram these days or the Pinterest side of things or a combination of those? Where, where are a lot of people getting their inspiration right now? Yeah, I would definitely say the top three are Pinterest, the bridal stores, Instagram page, and um, the bridal stores website. Sometimes the okay. bridal store lists pictures of their dresses on their website. We do. And so that's typically where people take the screenshots. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was taking a look at your website earlier today and, and you have a very large um, catalog of, of all the different dresses and styles and makers and all that kind of stuff. Do you actually have all of those in house or is that something that um, like when, when somebody's going through and they're saying, I like this, 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 and this, then is that something that you can order in, they can try it on, or do you actually have all of those in-house? Yeah, so we do have all of those in-house. We have close to over 400 dresses in store. Um, It's definitely a a wide selection. We're actually uh, the second largest bridal store on the East Coast, second to Kleinfeld. Um, So we definitely have a wide selection and... um, definitely are great for, for all brides of, you know, different style, size, um, in, and inspiration that they're looking for. Wow. Organizing all those dresses has got to (laughs) be a logistical nightmare sometimes, but I can imagine, I mean, since you have that many on stock, actually knowing, you know, what style or what cuts or, or, you know, what, what's, uh, what stuff can go into a dress, um, that you like or dislike, 
has got to be got to be helpful. Um, moving on to what you were talking about when it comes to you know bringing bringing your bride crew with you, um, is there like a sweet spot when it comes to numbers? Would you say? Or, I mean, um, obviously you'd ha- want to have at least you know one or two. You don't want to go by yourself, but when it comes to you know bringing everybody and, and their sister, how many people would you suggest we 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 bring to us? Yeah, so. It definitely varies, you know, because of course, if someone has three sisters, that's three people right off the bat that they really want to bring. And then you have your mom and then you have your future mother-in-law. That's five right off the Mm -hmm. bat. Um, So, of course, each person is going to be different if you come from a big family. But I would say on average, people bring, and I think the sweet spot number is about four to five. About four to five? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, you know, at, at... At some point, you probably need to start like mitigating some of the um, some of the opinions, and you're going to have some people that are going to have difference in difference in opinions. Um, and and I can imagine having, especially when it comes to having family members, having some fairly strong opinions, um, which I, I can imagine has got to be frustrating for some people. How would you if if how would you go about having that conversation with somebody that? they really either love, 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 or really hate a dress that you might feel different about? Yeah, that it's a tough question and it's a tough thing to, to overcome. But I think at the end of the day, it's not about, you need to turn your frustration into logic. So, okay. They're saying that they don't, let's say the bride, loves the dress, but the mom doesn't love the dress. Okay. Well, why doesn't mom love the dress? Oh, because she just wants her to be a little covered, more covered for let's say a religious ceremony. Okay. No worries. We have little cover-ups that they can wear for the ceremony and then take off for the reception. It's all about like problem solving and figuring out, you know, ultimately the bride is our number one. The bride is our customer. The bride is our main priority but of course you know the other people in her party are here for a reason so you want to make sure that they're heard too yeah no and i love the idea of bringing logic into it you know a lot of times you know especially something like this i can imagine is a very emotional experience as well and when you know things just start getting very emotional sometimes logic just goes by the wayside and when you when you reset yourself and you look at it that from that standpoint that makes a whole lot of sense you know, understanding, you know, why somebody might like or dislike something. Definitely. Definitely. Now, when it comes to, you know, actually trying on the dresses themselves, I'm assuming that that's later on down in the order of things. Um, if I was a, if I was a bride and I was going to you and I say, okay, I'm ready to start shopping dresses. What does that, what does that process look like from start to finish? Yeah, so you walk into your our bridal store or whatever bridal store you're at, um, and you're greeted by your stylist, and you go and sit down and kind of have a chat. That's the time that you would bring out those screenshots and you know explain what you're looking for in a wedding dress, or at least you know a lot of brides sometimes they don't know what they want, but they know what they do not want. And that's even helpful too. So that would be the perfect time to sit down, chat with your stylist, share those things. After that, for our bridal store, at least 
the bride and their group then has the opportunity to walk around, look at some dresses. The stylist is also pulling some dresses for her as well, Mm -hmm. because ultimately at the end of the day, the stylist is going to know the inventory better than the bride ever could, of course, because we're with it all day, every day. Um, And then once they've had a chance to look around for a little bit, we usually start with about five to six dresses in the dressing room just so we don't overwhelm her. And then we start trying each dress on. We come out, we show the group, we take photos, we get everyone's opinion. And then every bridal store does something a little different. But typically, I save all of our favorite dresses. I set them to the side. And at the end, we we retry on our favorites with veils and accessories until we get to the yes dress. That's awesome. So this is this is something that can happen pretty much in a day then? I mean, it sounds like you can, on the initial sit down, you could bring your entire bride crew um, and, you know, go through that initial consultation with them in the store and start trying on dresses the same day. Is that is that how it works? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And honestly, I think that the more... I almost think it's better to do everything in one day because, you know, you think about it, you go home and you look at pictures, pictures never do it justice. Then you start driving yourself crazy. (laughs) You know, it's best to just be in the moment, make sure you try all of your options, exhaust all options, ask your stylist questions. Don't be afraid to challenge them um, until, you know, we're there to guide you. And then we, we guide you hopefully most of the time down the right path. And, and it's easy then at that point. Okay. So a lot of the dresses that they're trying on are these, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know the term, are they blanks? And then that, then they would order a dress like that in their size or how does that work? Cause I know the alterations is a big, is a big part of it. Um, but how does that how does that part work? So the dresses in our store, most of them that are hanging on the racks are sample dresses. So those are dresses that um, are strictly used to just try on. It's kind of think of it like a floor model. Um, okay. So they are to try on and then we order the bride fits her perfectly because again, we want to keep the dress in store for other brides to try on. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I like the idea of it being like a, uh, the floor model. Um, and so when it comes to the actual alterations and then obviously we have to get the dress in ordered, you know, get it in, then alterations are done. Typically how, like how, how far in advance would you say that we should start this entire process when it comes to, you know, looking for a dress, finding the right one, getting it altered, all that. Yeah, I would say our ideal timeline is 10 to 12 months before the wedding is when you should buy a wedding dress because dresses take up, I mean, depending on the designer, they take four to six months to come in. So let's plan, you know, um, up to six months and then you want some buffer time, you know, maybe you, I don't know, you don't live super close to the bridal store. So, you know, it's not convenient for you to always go and get alterations or whatever it may be. Um, and then you want to start alterations about two to three months before the wedding. So 
six months for the dress and two to three months for alterations. That's six months minimum, or yeah. I'm sorry, that's nine months minimum mm-hmm. right off the bat. Okay. Um, yeah. Of course, I do like to say, if your wedding is under nine months, you have options. A hundred percent. I don't want anyone listening to this to panic if their <laughs> wedding is under nine months. Uh, there's definitely options. There's sale dresses. Designers keep, um, you know, a few styles in stock. So that's an option as well. But ideal time frame is 10 to 12 months. Okay. So, you know, to get the most selection, we're going to be talking about a year out. Um, but when you say you have sale dresses or are they for sale dresses? Let's say we, you know, we're getting married in, in eight and a half months. So when you say you have sale dresses, you're talking just models that you have already on the floor? Correct. So okay. they are dresses that are, that can be purchased right off the hanger. Okay. Okay. And then when it comes to, you know, alterations, you, you, it sounded like you were saying like they would come in a couple of times. Are we talking two or three times or is it more just as an as needed? How does that, how does that look? Most brides have about three alterations okay. appointments. Um, and it's all a tweaking process. I think the, um, the misconception like, oh, my dress fit me really well, so I don't really need alterations. Alterations typically, nine times out of ten, are not to do this big, heavy, like crazy taking a size 20 dress to a size 12. It's not anything like that. It's, it's, you know, you take the dress in a little bit and then, you know, the bride says, Oh, like that feels good. But on this side, I want it taken in a little bit more. Like it's very minimal tweaking. Okay. And is there anything that they should bring with them when they go for the alterations? I'm, I'm thinking like shoes, obviously, you know, know how long to make the dress, but anything else that, that you would suggest? Yeah. So, um, definitely your shoes at every fitting. Cause you're going to, like, you're right. You're going to need to know how long the dress should be. Um, any undergarments you plan on wearing. So some brides, not that anyone really needs to, but if they feel more comfortable wearing Spanx, um, and they plan on wearing Spanx or shapewear on the day of, then they should bring it for their fittings. And then the last thing is, um, they should bring or try to at least to two of the fittings, a friend, a family member, whoever is going to be in charge of bustling the dress on the day of. So bustling the dress, for those who are not familiar, it's where you, um, it's a way to pick up the train of the dress after the ceremony so that the bride doesn't have to schlep it around all night. Um, so at the alterations appointment, we will teach someone how to do it so that they are not lost on the day. Of. That makes sense. And, and I've worked with a couple of, uh, you know, day of coordinators and such that's, um, one of them even mentioned to me that they got trained on how to do all of the different major types of bustling. Are there like six or seven different main styles of bustling or was that just, was I understanding something wrong with that? No, 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 no. There's definitely a couple different ways to bustle a dress, certainly. And it obviously each dress may be limited to certain ways to bustle it based on the type of dress. But yes, you are correct. There are a few ways to bustle. One of the things that I thought was the coolest was the um, the consultant when they were showing the, the uh, maid of honor how to bustle the dress. They actually had somebody videotape the entire process from start to finish. 
And so, you know, they were having some, they couldn't remember one or two of the steps and they actually brought out their phone and they opened up, you know, that video and they actually watched the video from start to finish on how to actually bustle that particular dress in the words of the consultant, which I thought that was a really, really cool idea. Exactly. We actually do the same thing. It's super helpful, you know, because of course on the day of your mind's running a mile a minute and lots is going on. Mm -hmm. So we certainly don't expect you to to remember after one practice round. So the video is super helpful. Yeah, especially some of those bustles that have like seven buttons that you have to loop in a certain order. Otherwise things look weird. And if you miss one of them, you know, like you said, you know, tensions can run high and you know, you have, you don't have all the time in the world because you want to get back out to the party. Um, Exactly. Exactly. So when it comes to like wedding dresses and all that, are there any like trends that you're, you've been seeing in the industry these days, both in, in cuts or types of fabric or anything like that? Yeah, there's definitely a bunch of different trends going around right now. And honestly, I'm loving it. One of my favorites, and I might be a little biased because my wedding dress was clean and classic. So I love a good clean classic dress. Um, And honestly, right now, a lot of brides are looking for that clean look. And when I say clean, it's a dress that has like that's quote unquote plain, but we don't really use that word in bridal because plain is not like a negative uh, energy around it. Yeah. Um, so we prefer clean and classic. Um, and that's definitely a trend right now. Brides are wanting to have a timeless dress. And I, I love it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Another trend right now is actually gloves, believe it or really? not. It's almost like we're, we're making like a 180 from uh, many moons ago. Yeah. And even puff sleeves are coming back. So again, making hmm. a 180 from a couple trends from many years ago. So it's all, the trends will forever hmm. be cyclical, uh, but it's really cool to see the brides and, and what they're looking for yeah, these days. That is really cool. So when you say gloves, are you talking like, Lace gloves or like Audrey Hepburn style, you know, all the way up to the elbow or? So it kind of varies. Honestly, people have gotten really creative with gloves. My favorite ones that I've been seeing are sort of Audrey Hepburn, like go up to your elbow, Mm -hmm. but they're sheer. So like you can see your arm and then like they'll have pearls on them or they'll be sparkly or like they're just very trendy and different. I envision them like in a Tuscan Italy like wedding. I think it's just very trendy, cute and different. And you can take them off. Like that's the greatest thing is you can have some pictures with and some pictures without. So in a couple of years when they might be out of trend, you're not mad at yourself for, yeah. you know, you still have a couple wearing. pictures where, you know, the gloves are off. Um, well that came out Correct. that came out wrong. But you know what I mean? <laughs> No, 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 exactly. You you get the best of both worlds. You want to be with the trend, but you mm-hmm. also want to look back at your pictures and have a timeless style as well. So we, we've got gloves, we've got veil, you know, the you know jewelry and all that kind of stuff. What like what are the kind of accessories do you see people gravitating towards these days? Yeah. So most of our brides, we recommend no necklace, which actually comes really? as a shock to most brides. Um, more times than not we believe that it takes away from the dress and the bride. Like it looks so clean and crisp when their neck is just bare. Um, Because think of like, especially if a dress, 
I can justify it more for a strapless dress. A necklace looks pretty, but for a dress with straps, you know, it's already a lot going on up there. So a necklace just makes it, in our opinion, a little busy. Now, don't get me wrong. I have certainly seen many of dresses, straps, strapless that have looked beautiful with a necklace. So um, if you're hearing this and you wore a wedding dress or plan to wear a wedding dress with a necklace, no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. But definitely more, most of our brides accessorize with earrings, a bracelet, and hair accessories, which hair accessories have definitely taken off. There's so many different ways that you can accessorize in your hair. Okay. And when it comes to actually purchasing those, I'm assuming that, you know, a you don't necessarily have to go to the same place to get your, you know, your veil, I'm, you know, like for example, veils, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that you sell veils there, but if I didn't see the right one that matched the dress that I'm getting, that veil, I could go somewhere else, maybe even order that online. Do you see that very often where people are, are, you know, purchasing these accessories sight unseen? Yeah, definitely. Um, We have, so we sell Tony Federici veils. We sell other veils as well, Mm -hmm. but the one designer that we we do very well with and brides tend to really love her designs is Tony Federici. And she designs beautiful, beautiful veils of all different kinds, uh, plain, simple, embroidery, pearls, whatever it may be. We've even had brides uh, live in different states across the country and they have seen our Instagram and us posting veils uh, of different kinds and they have purchased the veil over the phone and we've shipped the veil to them because they just think the veil is the sun, the moon and the stars. Truly. That's, that's really cool. So when it comes to ordering the veil, let's say they order, let's say you you're, you're working with somebody, they're having their dress altered and they, and they have a veil that they purchased from, you know, from somewhere else, do, would you recommend that that veil be part of the alteration process as well? I mean, do people even get the veils altered or is that, is that not necessarily a thing? You definitely do not need to have the veil for alterations. The veil does not get altered. Um, The one thing that can get done is if you have a long veil, it can get bustled. So if you wanted that, that could be a part of your alterations. And what I mean by that is if you have a really long veil and let's say you want to make it shorter, it could pin up a little bit so that you could wear it for cocktail hour, maybe your first dance, whatever it may be. And then you could take it off if you were, if you so please. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. So when you say it bustles, does it bustle to itself or does it bustle to the drop? It bustles to itself. So think about picking up the long veil in the middle and like with your fingers Mm -hmm. and it would button on the comb of the veil. So like up at the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Cause I've seen some of these, you know, obviously probably wouldn't work as well on a cathedral style veil, but you know, something that goes down, you know, a little bit lower. Yeah. I could see that really looking really, really nice. Definitely. It's, it's the veil is the veil makes a bride a bride. It does. It really, really does. And there are some, you know, there are some elements of, you know, the whole process that it's just like, this is an iconic moment in time, you know, for, you know, where, where you start realizing, yes, I am a bride. Um, and it's always fun as a, you know, I'm, I'm, as a photographer watching in their eyes, that moment that they're like, okay, yes, this is actually happening. And, you know, there's, there's always that one time, you know, it might happen toy times that day. And usually 
Um, it's either the first time they see themselves in the dress with their with the makeup on and the hair, um, or when somebody's putting in that veil. That it really does, you know, it's 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 a really really special moment to be able to watch. Now, when it comes to you know veils and and, and whatnot. Do you see are are people leaning still leaning towards having veils primarily, or are we are we like fluctuating between a bunch of different things? I would say more times than not, brides are wearing a veil. Mm-hmm. However, if that is not their style, that is totally fine. I would say if they're not wearing a veil, then more times than not, they're wearing something in their hair. Okay, whether it be like I said, those hair accessories. Mm-hmm. Or they're doing one of those like old Hollywood like bird cages that kind of like yeah. sits over one of their eyes, you know, something of the sort that incorporates or flower crown, for example, mm-hmm. something that incorporates more of their personality. Yeah. Now, when it comes to like some of these, maybe not accessories, but maybe you know, I, I've talked with a lot of people, and you know, they want their wedding to feel as high end as they possibly can. They want to have these, you know, give these high end vibes to their wedding day. Are there, are there any elements of the dress or the accessories or the veil that help bring out those high end vibes without necessarily spending $10,000 on a, on a dress or something like that? Yeah, definitely. I think to, to kind of answer your question, I think that dress designers have become, I mean, they always were, but they just continue to become so, so talented that we are very fortunate to carry a very affordable selection of wedding dresses. I actually just had a bride today. I put a dress on her that was $3,000, which don't get me wrong, that's not pocket change. But I told her, looking at it, I really could see that it could be a $10,000, easily a $10,000 dress. So can the veil and the jewelry and accessories dress up a, a dress to be more elegant and regal? 100%. But I also think that wedding dresses can easily take the show. Now, what about that dress when she put it on? Like said, yeah, that that looks like it could be a ten thousand dollar dress, but you know, in in all intents and purposes, it's it's a third of that cost. Just the level, the dress she was looking at was um, a beautiful, beautiful A line with it's it's called it's what's called jacquard, which to put in simple terms is embossment like there's embossed embroidered florals on this dress and just the way that this designer embossed on the gown you can tell it's such quality you can tell it's just so so beautiful and ornate and high-end and classy okay okay well Mallory I just want to say thank you so much for spending some time with us this afternoon this has been really eye-opening for me I've learned a whole lot if anybody wants to check out what you have online, what would be the best route? Your website, your Instagram, what would you recommend? Yeah, so there's a couple different ways. Definitely check out our Instagram, which is Betsy Robinson's Bridal. And then the other best way, if they have questions, if they see something that they like and they want to inquire about it, um, they can go on our website, but also they can reach us at our um email that is checked by everyone here. It's info at robinsonsbridal.com. Okay. And I'll also be sure to include all that information in the show notes as well. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Folks, thank you so much for spending the last little bit with us. It's been great having you. 
If you have any questions or if you'd like to continue the conversation, we do have a Facebook group that I would love to direct you towards. If you have any questions, feel free to start up a chat in there. And I'll also include a link in the show notes to that as well. Until then, thank you so much for listening and happy planning.